With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. W-T-L-H T-L. I think we got a show. Oh yeah, we got a show. W-T-L. And welcome everybody to W-T-L. Where's the line? I'm your host, Ant D-Class, and joined by... Gibran. I'm <laughs> a <laughs> parlay pounder. Yes, sir. We're back. We are. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. And like always, we got some Thursday night NFL football, so let's get to it. Yeah. The team... Formerly known as the football team, formerly known as the Redskins, (laughs) taking on the Chicago Bears in Soldier Field. Uh, As always, it's going to be a 7-15 kickoff, and uh, these two teams are so bad, nobody's predicted to win. It's a (laughs) pickup. No favorite, yeah. Uh, The Commanders heading into Chicago at Soldier Field. It is a pick'em game, like you're saying, Andy, in a a 38.5 over-under. Like you said, these two are kind of uh, eking for a win, so it's a a pretty good dogfight for Thursday Night Football. Yeah, and if I'm getting squirrely, uh, you know, the Commanders, they're only 1-4 against the spread. Chicago, they're 2-2-1, so that's something. And they're at home, so if I had to lean... I'll go with my Chicago Bears. Yeah, no, I'm leaning the same way, Andy. I like the Bears in this situation. I really think that the Commanders are about a nudge away from uh, moving on from Carson Wentz here because Ron, oh, Riverboat Ron over there has dropped some (laughs) hints that it's it's the quarterback play that's kind of hurting them over there. But I think it's a lot more. But um, I am leaning towards the Bears right now in this pick'em game, and. Everybody has to look at the under here as a real factor just because these teams have so bad at putting up points this year. You know, and I was listening to some guys out of Chicago uh, just because I follow the Bears so much. They were talking about the the weather, the expected weather. Yeah. uh, And it sounds like um, 20-mile-per-hour winds are likely. And there's a whole litany of stats that show that when there's a 20-mile-per-hour wind, the uh, points scored really decreases. Yeah, this is already weighed down, but this is two very terrible offenses. Yeah, and I already did. I already locked it in. Uh, I wish I would have got it at thirty nine and a half forty, but I locked it in. I went with the unders at thirty eight. That's where I got it. Yeah, no, that's that's definitely a very very good bet there, Andy. Like. Um you know, before the season, the look ahead was 44 and a half. But now that people have looked at this game, it started out as you know as high as 40 on Sunday night, but has tumbled as low as 37 and a half now. And I think it might go even lower than that to 36 by the time this kicks off on uh, tomorrow night. So uh, or tonight. Um, it, it just seems like it's you know two of the worst teams going ahead, and I I really like the Bears to win, but it's going to be one of those you know ten to three games or you know thirteen to seven yeah. games. Yeah, I'm thinking fourteen to six. Yeah, four, you know ten to six, something like that for sure. Yep, for sure. Uh, 
and uh, I don't feel real good about betting either team. But the <laughs> under, I believe we do agree on that. We do believe that is going to hit. All right. Well, before we move forward, let's take a look back at where we were right and where we were wrong. And let's go with the bad news first. Jabron, yeah. you missed on one, and you missed on one that a lot of our listeners were are, uh, pretty interested in. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's start with that Nebraska line. Oh, yeah, for sure. So I had the Huskers carrying that three-and-a-half-point spread last week against Rutgers, going on the road, you know, beating this team out of New Jersey that's not very good. I was correct that they won, but I we did not cover the spread. We just beat them by one point. I really thought we were going to put more points up on them. I was very glad with our team coming back in the you know second half and beating them but i really thought we'd put a lot more points on them andy yeah and i mean that was that was a wishful thing and that's what fans wanted and yeah and i would have got that wrong too had the line stayed at two and a half but i said many times right once it got up that two and a half that's too much for me it hit that key number three yeah so i stayed away from it but if it would have stayed at two and a half and i would have laid some money down i would have lost because Nebraska only won by one. Yeah, no. Uh, obviously, the Huskers' money line was the only bet that was going to hit because the overs were not a thing either. Um, but, yeah, it would have been the unders and Husker money line it were the correct bets for the Huskers last week. But let's talk about one that we got right. Yeah. Now, moving on to the pro ranks. <clears throat> Camp, the city, uh, hosting the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah. Over, under, we had a lot of discussion about it. It ended up being at 51 and a half. Yeah, they, they crushed it, Andy. You know, I think this I think this over went over by seven and a half points. Uh, it, it looked bad for the Kansas City Chiefs right out the gate, but we know that this team can get down and put up the points in the second half or even just come back from, you know, three touchdowns down to, to win this game. And uh, Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey definitely showed that connecting four times, I repeat, four times for touchdowns uh, later in the game. That was just crazy. And, and for all the things we talked about last week, yeah. why that over would hit, like all of them uh, rang true. Uh, Kansas City was giving up bombs left and right. Their yeah. defense was leaky. Uh, so Vegas was scoring some points that, you know, maybe they wouldn't have gotten against a, a better pass defense. For sure. And Kansas City, I mean, they're like the ultimate flip a switch type of offense where it's like, oh, we, we need a quick 14 points. <laughs> like, who can do that? Jet- the Chiefs? Just Mahomes, just Mahomes. That's it. Him and Kelsey. Uh, they. It just didn't seem like they were covering him in the red zone. It was like, what else do you have to do against the Chiefs? Just cover Travis Kelsey. But uh, the Raiders didn't seem like they had to, and they paid the price. Hey, man, playmakers make plays. They do. All righty. So let's get back into the action here. Looking ahead to a Big Twelve matchup on Thursday yep. night, seven o'clock, FS1. The Baylor Bears turning some heads. They are the three-and-a-half-point favorite over the West Virginia Mountaineers. Jabron, what do you make of this? Yeah, like you said, Andy, Baylor heading into West Virginia on FS1 at 6 o'clock on Thursday night. Baylor, the three-and-a-half-point favorite, over-under sitting at 54 here, Andy. Um on paper, uh-huh. on paper, Andy, Baylor is obviously the better team, despite two losses already occurring on the schedule, even though they will be in a rowdy and, you know, kind of, you know, ruckus atmosphere in Morgantown. I expect oh, crazy out there. Yeah, yeah, I expect the Baylor Bears to bounce back in a big way. I'm taking the three and a half. I really, really like the Baylor Bears in this situation. 
Okay, uh, what about that over-under? You, you kind of started there. I thought you might uh, say something about that yeah, over-under. Yeah, no, uh, this is the Big 12, Andy, so I think that there is going to be plenty of points scored. I just I, I, I think it's right there where I want it to be. I'm just – I really like the Baylor spread more than the over-under right now, so I'm just going to lock in the Baylor 3.5 or even just Baylor money line for a lay piece. I'm not 100% – on this over under yet, so I do not have a. I, if I had to lean, I'd lean over. Uh, well, I agree with you, kind of sidestepping that because this is kind of surprising. Seven of Baylor's last ten games, they've hit the under. Yeah, they've gone under. Yeah, and people, you know, you just kind of think of Baylor and all those high scoring offenses and this and that. Right. That never been the case the last season and a half now. Seven out of ten games, that's a pretty good body of work. So, Correct. Uh, I might be on the other side of that where I'm looking at. Baylor might want to turn this into a road game, kind of a rock fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, just went a little lower, especially if they're going to win by that three and a half, which I think they can do. Yeah. Nope. I agree, Andy. It's just I, I don't feel good with a whole bunch of scoring in this game. I think it could be, but I don't like it enough to throw money on it. I'm just going with Baylor minus three and a half or Baylor money line for a parlay piece. All righty. So let's go ahead and move on to. Friday night, yeah. a 6.30 kickoff. Navy, the Academy, taking on SMU for the Mustangs. Oh, boy, they are a 10.5-point favorite. Yeah, uh, and, and that and that's low, Andy, on your book. Uh, some of them have shot up to 11, 12 points already, uh, just you know, kind of leaving Navy in the dust here. Um, I, I really... I, I, Yep. I'm seeing twelve and a half. I'm seeing twelve and a half now. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it it is shooting up, and it's. Uh, I I don't really know where to hit on this one either, Andy. Except that I really really like the under here, Andy. The under. I'm sitting here at fifty nine and a half, and I really really like it. My goodness. So the, so yeah, there's a huge discrepancy between a couple of the books I'm looking yeah. at. I'm looking at an over/under that's still at 57 and a half. So yeah, yeah. chop that around a little bit here, and I am seeing that 12 and a half point line here and there that you that uh, you mentioned. Yeah, what is this based on? I mean, SMU is one and four ATS this season. Exactly, one and, four. and SMU is really just underperformed in all you know in all facets of yeah. the game. They really thought they were going to be a really really good team, you know, coming off of last year's kind of high stint in the in the top 25, but uh with this game Andy, I really think SMU is the better team obviously, but I expect yeah. Navy to try and slow this game down and limit the possessions of this dangerous SMU passing attack. The Mustangs are struggling to find reliable receiving options outside of Rashid Rice, and now they kind of have a controversy at quarterback as well. So I'm not picking this game spread-wise. I'm taking the under in this matchup, and that's all you're going to get out of me. 100% agree with you on the under there. Navy has to slow it down, and five of Navy's last six road games. Heck yeah. Smacked, yeah. Smacked, smacked it. under. Perfect. Yes, yes, sir. Well, let's take a quick minute here to recognize one of our fabulous partners, that is Play Action Pools, as they're revolutionizing group hosting platforms. Make it your new spot for all your football contest needs. Play today at playactionpools.com. Don't go anywhere, folks. This is WTL.
Welcome back, everybody, to WPL. Where's the line? I'm your host, Andy Claston, joined by... Gibran. <laughs> <laughs> the parlay pounder. Yes, sir. All righty, and let's just get right into it here, because yeah. we got a full college slate and some primetime matchups that the people, they want to hear about, they want to know about, and I bet they're just itching to get their bets. No doubt about it. Before these uh, point spreads get any more out of whack. Yeah. So we got a big noon kickoff on Fox, big-time brand names here. Penn State taking on Michigan Wolverines, where they are a full touchdown favorite are the Michigan Wolverines. Jabron, where are you going? Yeah, like you said, Andy, number 10 Penn State going into number 5 Michigan. Uh, the big house is going to be rocking number 10 versus number 5. Michigan a full touchdown favorite, like you said. D- do we know if Michigan is this good? Do we know that? I mean, they're six and zero, oh, but they're only three and three against the spread. So yeah. there, there are signs there. Yeah. Uh, that you know maybe they're not as strong as what some people may say or think. Yeah. No, I I agree with you, Andy. Here, and I I really do think that they will win this game at home. I just don't know if it's going to be by a touchdown. So if I had to lean on this point spread here i think i'm leaning penn state i think this is going to be like a 23 to 20 26 to 20 kind of game and i'm leaning towards the nittany lines to cover but michigan money line you know something's got to give right when you have yeah. two good teams going out of here and <clears throat> yes it's undefeated so they're six and zero straight up well penn state's five and zero straight up okay they're yeah, undefeated too for sure but i don't know if, you know people can't forget that uh, what what do you where are you feeling um, this this over under here? Yeah, no, I think the over is a little bit too high for me to jump on right now, Andy. The fifty one and a half, I just think these defenses are just a little bit too good for that. I see this game getting into forty five, forty six, something like that. Um, mm-hmm. So if I had to lean, I would lean on the under right now, but I don't really like to bet the under very much, so I'm going to stay away from that. But if I had to lean lean the under on Michigan Penn State. Yeah, that can turn into a miserable bet where you're like you're safe, you're safe, and then it hits the mid fourth quarter and two yeah. teams are scrambling trying to put up points. For but sure. To lean into your lean here. Yeah. Michigan. They yes. have gone under six of their last seven games. Correct. So if you got that OU, that over under, I would I would seriously look at the under. I know it's a a risky bit or something <laughs> that you always gotta kinda sweat and it's yeah. not the sexy, you know, go bet the overs, bet the overs for mantra. sure. Yep. But that's definitely where I would be looking as well. Agreed. All right, let's head on over to the big twelve here. Yeah. The Iowa State Cyclones taking on playing host to the Texas no no Texas. They are going to Texas. This yeah. is games in Texas. And the Longhorns, man, um, huge favorite here. I'm looking at a 16 and a half. Yeah. No, that's kind of the way it is, Andy. And it's just, can Texas build on the Red River route? Like, they just kick the crap out of Oklahoma without, you know, kind of anything. Uh, and Oklahoma didn't score. I don't know if we've ever seen a Red River rivalry game like that. Um, and yeah. I, That wasn't I, even fun to watch. It wasn't. That wasn't even fun to watch. It's it's one of the you know funnest college you know games to watch every year and it, Oklahoma just didn't even show up. It was absolutely crazy. Um, I I really like Texas in this one though. Um, even though that they are a couple score you know favorite, 
uh, actually three score favorite. Um, I, I think I like them to kind of route the Cyclones and uh, Texas yeah. take this over by 17 points. Yeah, you know, I've been so reluctant on Texas, but, you know, these numbers are just overwhelming for me now. They are 6-1 and one, uh, against the spread yeah. uh, last seven games. They put it on Oklahoma. I will not make that mistake again, bet on Oklahoma. They burned me, uh, well, last week big time. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> no, I thought they could hang in there and at least give them a game. You know, that was that's kind of what I was betting on was staying within another, you know, big line. You yeah, know, that's what for sure. So much pause. Um, but now I'm I'm not afraid. Texas is rolling there at home, uh, and they, they they have some payback. You know, there's yeah, a they do. Factor here with Iowa State, Kansas State, all these teams uh, from the North Division that have kind of got the better of them uh, at times the last couple of years. So I I don't I don't care if it's 15 and a half, 16, 16 and a half. I like the horns. Uh, hook them horns here. Yeah, no, I agree with you, Andy. I think this is just a case of the two teams heading in opposite directions. With Texas starting to pick up momentum and Iowa State, you know, starting to crumble on offense, you know, yeah. and despite yeah. the fact that the Cyclones have kept it close in Big 12, uh, I think it finally catches up with them this weekend in, in Austin, Texas. And uh, I, I, I like the over. I like Texas spread. Uh, I'm predicting 35-17 uh, hook them for sure. That sounds about right. All right, let's stay in the Big 12 here. Oklahoma State. They're heading on down to Texas as well to take on the TCU Horn Frogs. That's another team that you were high on last week. They came through for yep. you. The Horn Frogs are a minus four favorite. That's a two thirty kickoff on ABC. Yes, sir, Andy. Uh, Oklahoma, another one of these that both are undefeated going into this game. Five and zero, both of them. Uh, number eight in the nation, Oklahoma State. Number thirteen in the nation, TCU. Uh, this is this is what college football is all about, Andy. Um, two of the biggest, you know, brands in the Big Twelve besides Texas and Oklahoma. Um, I I really. I, 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 it's hard for me to get off the Horn Frogs since I'm I was so high on them, but I don't like the four, Andy. I don't like the four. I've been burned on a four line so many times. Yeah. If this was at three, I would take no, you know, if ands or buts about it. I would take the three, but now that it's sitting at four, I think Oklahoma State's good enough to lose to these guys by three points. So if I had to bet, I would go the minus one seventy five money line for TCU. Okay, okay, I like that money line bet. Uh, yeah, Ron, the parlay pounder, kind of pumped the brakes here. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Uh, you know, just just because I've been kind of high on both these teams, you know, Andy, and in, in, in yeah. you know, I, I I see this game going, you know, thirty eight, thirty five, you know, thirty five, thirty two, you know, a game like that where. I, I think this this game has the potential to be kind of a shootout, Andy, and you can see that with the 68-and-a-half over-under yeah. that this is sitting at right now, which I think this has you know, the potential to do that. So I wouldn't back away from the 68-and-a-half 60, because I think this has well enough legs to get over 70. And what's crazy with that over-under, 85% of the bets right now are, are pouring in on that over. For sure. For sure, and that's another thing with that uh, that four number there, uh, the minus four for TCU. Yeah, nearly eighty percent of the bets are coming on TCU. That really gives me pause. Yeah, uh, I don't, I don't like being in on that. You know the the public bet here. So yeah. uh, I kind of like Okie State. If I had to, if I had to lean somewhere, I'd probably lean Okie State, keeping it within that three. Yeah, no, 
No doubt, Andy. And like like I said, I'm going to say the Horned Frogs win outright, but I think the Pokes cover the spread. All right, let's move on. Back to the Big Ten, to the main event, the game everybody's talking yeah, about. Yeah, baby. The two teams that are tied for first place in the Big Ten <laughs> West Division. I mean, here we go. The Nebraska Cornhuskers are heading down out to West Lafayette to take on the Purdue Boilermakers, where the Boilermakers are big, heavy favorites here. Two touchdowns, 14 points is what I'm looking at right now. Yep, uh, 6.30 Saturday night on BTN, Andy. We're just prime time every week. Nobody can get enough of the Huskers on prime time. Nope. So, uh, no, like you said, uh, minus 14 for the Purdue Boilermakers. Over under at 56, Andy. Um, this is a huge moment for Nebraska. So we're, we, we've won two straight against two, you know, pretty average teams. Now this Purdue, this Purdue Boilermakers team has really, really shown out against a good Maryland team and against a good Minnesota team. So these guys are no pushovers right here. So this is a huge moment for Nebraska to see if we can actually, actually play with this big 10 competition that we go against every week from here on out. Yeah, it, it really is, and uh, Nebraska has just been horrendous against the spread. You know, one in five yep. on the season here, and we've been we've kind of been beating that drum week in and week out. Like, come on, guys, come on, guys. That that line's a, a little swelled up there. That's out of whack. You yeah, know, get away from that. But you hate to bet against the Huskers. We, we understand that this might be a case uh, where the Huskers might have found something. Yeah. I don't know if it, you know, at times splashes on offense, at times. The defense makes stops yeah. at times, critical no. stops if they need to in the fourth quarter. We've seen that uh, for a couple of weeks now. However, this is a different animal. Purdue's offense, the way they move the ball through the air, season veteran quarterback. Uh, I just, I think the Huskers are going to be overwhelmed here. So, um, and right now you're seeing this, the money come in 50-50. It's really right down the middle, yeah. not only for the point spread, but also for the I'm looking at 56 and a half. You had it at 56 for mm-hmm. that over under. Yeah, yep. So, uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I just really don't know where this line is going. It just kind of feels like it's all going to stay pretty steady here. No, I, I agree, Andy. I don't think the line's going to move that much for this game. Um, yeah, the whole th- you nailed it right on the head. The whole thing is Indiana and Rutgers do not have the Purdue's passing game. But the Huskers secondary was strong over the last two weeks. The three interceptions against the Scarlet Knights helped us overcome that victory and should come up with a few takeaways in this one. And I think we're going to need them if we want to be in this game. Andy, I really, really think that Purdue's probably going to win this game, but I really like Nebraska to cover this spread. I think this is going to be a classic Nebraska loses by three game, 27 to 30, you know, 24 to 21 kind of game where Purdue gets it right at the end. And I'm kind of looking at that under as well, Andy. All right. Yeah, that's where I, you heard the you heard the horn there, so we're up against it. But yeah, I like the under, even though that goes against everything that Purdue has done. <laughs> right. <laughs> in recent memory yep. but nebraska is playing with a lot of confidence right now so um I, I i'll give you a light lean with uh, the huskers covering there i'll also get on board with you with the under even though i know you hate to do that for sure no that that is not what i like to say but hey if we got any husker hopeful out there the money line for the nebraska huskers is sitting at a juicy plus 380 right now so that is plus money oh. that will Make the checks out to you. It's uh, if if you're still bleeding red with me, throw some money on the Huskers to win this one. 
And let's take a quick minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners. That is the Nebraska Brewing Company. I've been enjoying the Whitford Brains, a fall pumpkin ale. Nebraska Brewing Company, world class in every glass. You heard Jabron talking about the plus money there, boys, for the Huskers. Get on off you'd like. Don't go anywhere, folks. This is WTL. You don't like me and I don't like you. But let's just do this and I can get back to killing you with beer. W-T-L. And welcome back to WTL, everybody. I'm your host, Ant D. Classen, joined by... Jabron. Jabron, the parlay <laughs> pounder. Yes, sir, we're back. Yes, sir, and we got a full slate of college football on Saturday. Yes. Let's start off with a... A game that's, uh, I don't know, drawing modern interest here. A couple <laughs> undefeated teams <laughs> in the SEC. That being Alabama going down to Nyland Stadium to take on the Tennessee Volunteers, who are also undefeated. However, Bama, the Road Warriors, I guess, or Destroyers, whatever, they are a full touchdown, seven-point favorite. Yeah, like you said, Andy, number three going into number six. It doesn't get any better than this. Alabama going into Tennessee. This is the moment the Tennessee program has been waiting so long for. It has the team. It has the talent. Even the upside and the ability to win a monster game like this, uh, because it might it it might just cement them in you know SEC glory for a long time. But who do they have coming knocking on the door? Alabama. Um, Alabama. Alabama, just the best team in the entire world. Um, man, I really, <laughs> I really like this Tennessee team, Andy. But can they overcome this? <laughs> can they overcome this? I really don't know. The the I think I think the Volunteers will get up fast, and, and social media will just go you know crazy. Alabama's dead. Alabama's dead. Uh, QB, you know Hendon Hooker for Heisman, all this kind of stuff. But we know right. how the tide comes back. They get that yeah. running game going, and they set the tone in the second half. The defense will feed on the momentum with a few key stops and it will slip away from the volunteers in the end i think this is looking for me andy as a 38 30 victory for the alabama crimson tide covering that seven points well 88 percent of the bets are going in on tennessee right now so that automatically makes me think okay i need to put my money in on (laughs) you know that's what i'm looking there uh, now that over under is at sixty five and a half. I'm looking at, yeah. and that is split right down the middle. Uh, so the books are probably spot on on that. However, I mean, recent you know history shows between these two teams, they've been smacking the overs, and that's no surprise because these two high octane offenses. However, yeah. you already mentioned the defense for Alabama and Tennessee's no slouch either. Yeah, um, maybe that will temper it a little bit. What do you think? Yeah, no, Andy, I, I. I do think that it probably is going to go over that. I, you know, um, that is it, it is crazy to think about that. You know, 60, 65 and a half points, but I really think it's going to go over that. Just like I said, 
I think Tennessee is going to score a lot of points early in this game. I think they might get you know 21 to you know 28 points you know first half and third quarter. But I I really think that Alabama is going to outscore them here in the end and probably push this over over 70. So I think 65 and a half is a good bet. And again, I I really like Alabama to cover. I, I agree with everything you're saying. And when, if you're just talking straight up, you know, money line. <laughs> yeah. Uh, last 10 games between these two teams, Alabama's won 10 times. 10 so, straight. Got a, yep. Just, I just I just have a decade of history on my side. <laughs> you got it. Go, roll All right, let's, let's head on over to the ACC Network for a 2.30 kickoff. That is North Carolina State taking on Syracuse. Syracuse, kind of a surprise, 5-0. and oh. But uh, the Wolfpack, they're also 5-1, and one, so two really good teams going out of here. However, the Orange men, are they the Orange men? It's just kind of that fat, weird orange It's thing. just an orange guy, yeah. Just, just the Syracuse orange? Just well, the orange whatever, guy, yeah. <laughs> whatever that is, the three-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah, no, and, and I kind of agree with it, Andy. This is a Syracuse offense that has been dynamic under first-year coordinator uh, Robert Anna. Top 30 in yards per play and success rate, and this should, you know, they should be able to do it again over this NC uh, NC State defense. Um, not to mention, NC State has have a tough stretch of games playing Clemson and then Florida State, and now on the road yeah. against Syracuse. I really like Syracuse to cover this three and a half, or just win outright with the minus 170 money line. Yeah, I like that too. And here, here we go. Where I can agree with you, North Carolina State is one and four against the spread in their last five yeah. road games. Well, guess what? They're heading on up to uh, Syracuse. Yeah, uh, that's a road game against a high-powered offense that's really hitting something here in the. It's called the JMA Wireless Dome now. Yep. Uh, but I think they're going to have a, a tough time there uh, dealing with the Syracuse Orange. All right, let's. Yeah. Uh... And one one other point on that. Uh, it looks like that NC State's quarterback Devin Leary's shoulder. He might not be able to play here, Andy. So he, even even if he could play, I would still take Syracuse by three and a half. If Leary is out for NC State, jump on that three and a half because it will happen if they have to play the second string quarterback for NC State. Yeah, just kind of looking at the the injuries night. You mentioned that. Yeah, he is definitely questionable right yeah, now for sure. And they're. They even have a receiver who had an uh, uh, undisclosed injury who's called uh, Devin Carter, one yep. of the better guys. He's he's at least elevated to probable, but still, that's some injury and some key spots there for the Wolfpack. Yes, for sure. All right, let's head on over to the SEC Network for a 6.30 kickoff. Mississippi State taking on Kentucky. Yeah. Kentucky's continuing to ride high. They are 4-2. and two. However... Who's that zany coach there for the Bulldogs? They're sitting <laughs> at five and one. They're yeah. four and one against the spread, uh, and they're the favorite. They have the four point favorite are the Bulldogs. Yeah, number sixteen heading into number twenty two. Another really good ranked game in the SEC. Heading into Kentucky, uh, Mississippi State is a minus four favorite at a forty nine and uh, just forty nine point uh, over under. Andy. Um, yeah. Uh, this is a tough one, Andy. For me, it is. Uh, neither one of these teams run the ball particularly well, but Mississippi State is doing a decent job of it lately. That just kills uh, time for, you know. Uh, I, I, I get that over. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Nope, I, I believe that Mississippi State is going to cover here, Andy, twenty-seven to twenty, um, and the, and that's going to be right there at that over/under. So I I don't know whether to go under or over on this, but I have Mississippi State covering. Well, you know, you could just sidestep it. You don't have to. Bet. Yeah, no, I and I and I and I won't. And that that's all I'm trying to say to uh, the listeners out there is I really like Mississippi State in this spot going into Kentucky and getting a seven point yeah. victory, um, yeah. and and covering that four easily. So, or even a six point, you know, win by a couple of field goals. Yeah, Mississippi State is five and one against the spread. Their last six games on the road. I think that bodes well for you, for your train of thought there and where you're going with it. Yeah, no doubt, Andy. I, that's kind of what I was trying to spit out there. It just I, I really like Mississippi State, and I think they're going to win this game outright. So, yep. There we go. All right, let's head on out west, sucker. Yeah. 7 o'clock kickoff on Fox. USC, the Trojans, boy, they are flying high with their new coach. Yep. A uh, receiver they were able to pluck out of. <laughs> uh, where to get that guy? Uh, Pittsburgh, Pitt. Yeah, we heard of those guys. And Utah, but Utah, the Utes, they are the three and a half point favorite. They're also the uh, at home. What do you make of this? Because, I mean, everybody's talking about USC. I, I hear virtually nothing about Utah. Yeah, Andy, and I might be in the uh, minority here. It's highly tempting to take the Trojans to win out right here at a plus. I, I'm sitting here at a plus 155 money line, Andy, which is very good, very good. In my world, Andy, if it appears to be you know too good to be true, it usually is. Uh-huh. The old cliche yep. appears here. Uh, I believe in Utah against UCLA, where they fell behind fourteen to three and forty-two to twenty-five. <laughs> that was not their brand of football. Yeah. Uh, yeah. U- USC has has only had one big challenge in it. It was a road game against a team that Utah dismantled two weeks ago, winning by four yeah. or more uh, points. Is is. You know, not a lot of points, especially since the Trojans have upgraded the quarterback. But I really like the Utes to win this outright as the money line favorite at minus one eighty. The payout is not substantial, and uh, but I, I think it's more like a multi-leg parlay piece. I believe in Utah last weekend. While it was disappointing, I don't foresee Wheatingham allowing the Utes to drop two in a row, especially in front of a home crowd. Yeah, they're too good of a team for that. And something that really caught my eye was 77% of the bets right now are coming on are coming in on the USC Trojans. Yeah. I just think it's uh, because they're the big brand name. They're the team that everyone's talking about. Yeah. They're always on prime time. Uh, Utah maybe is a little underwhelming. Already have dropped two games yeah, for sure. this season. But, no, they, they are at home here. The lights are going to be bright. I like Utah. For no other reason, I don't want to be on the wrong side uh, of this uh, – where this bet, whoops. yeah, no, there's the there's the horn, so we're up against it. But I don't want to yeah. be on the wrong side of this line where it's moving, and it is moving in the favor of the Trojans. And I, I think I think they got it wrong on that. No. I think the public money wrong i I agree andy i I just think usc is the kind of the shiny toy that everybody's kind of hopping on right now and i do believe that it is the wrong bet so i am i am sticking with the utah i i don't like the three and a half spread andy i like them by three i like the money line at minus 160 uh but yeah go utes there you go well you heard the horns are up against it but however 
Jabron, yes. the parlay, Pounder, you have a parlay play for the people. Yes, I do, Andy, and it's about some teams that we talked about on the last segment that I bought some points on, so you're going to have to you know, hit with me right here. I am taking a three-team leg parlay, Alabama by minus six and a half. Six and a half at minus one thirty. Nebraska at a plus fourteen and a half at a minus one twenty. And Clemson by minus three at a minus one thirty-five. Risking twenty-five dollars to bring one sixteen. Now that is value. There we go. And you got some big time point spreads to kind of work with there to try and uh, help cover it for you. Yes, sir. All righty, folks. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with more WTL. WT. This Saturday, I will go on national television live. I will say horrible things on the air, despicable things, and people will call me brave. W-T-L. Welcome back, everybody, to W-T-L. Where's the line? I'm your host, Andy Class, and joined by... Jabron. (laughs) The Parlay Pounder. You got it. You got it. All righty, we we talked about it all. We talked a lot of college. Now we got to get to the big boys here, yep. the NL. Yes, sir. And we got to finish strong, and we got to give the folks what they want. Yep. And everybody's talking about them. The Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. The uh, Kirk Cousins uh, offensive explosion here. Yeah. <laughs> they are heading down to Miami, 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 Miami. <laughs> Hard Rock Stadium. Yep. Where they're going to be the three and a half point favorite for a noon fox kickoff i'm hearing so much chatter about this but the numbers say 71 percent of the betters believe in the vikings where are you at jabron yeah this one's relatively simple andy if tua can't play and teddy can't play and they both miss this one the vikings will be huge favorites this line will jump up to seven points if these guys are ruled out and by all accounts it looks like both of them are out andy uh, both of them with concussions, and after seeing, you know, what it looked like for Skylar Thompson, you know, the XK Stater led Dolphins, they can't score. So yeah. if it if that is the case, jump on this Vikings line right now because it is yeah. going to move upwards of seven points if these two can't go. Okay, let's just say that one of them is going to play Andy. I believe in the Minnesota Vikings to cover this spread with either of these two still playing a quarterback. I like the Minnesota Vikings to beat the Miami Dolphins no matter who's playing. But I'm saying if Tua or Bridgewater starts this one, the over will be the way to go in this battle because it'll be two high-flying offenses led by the likes of Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, Dalvin Cook. You want me to go on. It, this it, yeah. There's two ways that you can bet this. If these guys do play, bet the over. If they don't play, take the Minnesota spread. Yeah, Bridgewater is actually one of the better quarterbacks past few seasons against the spread. Yeah. Um. So then, then you might want to you know shade away from that. However, I, he's listed as questionable with a concussion. Are you kidding me? With Miami, with Ex- all that's gone on, with <laughs> exactly. Concussion protocol. Yeah. No. They're gonna say, and I know Teddy wants to play, but uh, I'm sorry, man. And guess another name that cropped up on the injury report: Tyreek Hill is right. questionable yeah, with a foot sure. injury. And and I think they just kind of threw him on there. If if the two 
quarterbacks aren't going to play, don't throw Tyreek out there to get more injured. I think if if yeah. Bridgewater did play, they would play Tyreek because I don't think it's that big of a deal. But I think they're saying if they're not going to play, why would we play Hill? Uh, with you know, with too much unknown yeah. on the side of the Dolphins, you know, with either one of these, it's probably it. With either of them playing, it probably still won't be at 100%. I think the Vikings are a safe pick here, Andy, and I'm rolling with it. And I just dug up the uh, latest injury report, and Tua Tungavaloa is listed as out. Yeah. And Bridgewater, questionable with concussion, give me a break, he's out. And another name here, Seaton Carter, the tight end. Is that the old Nebraska boy? It is. Yep. Go, go <laughs> Scurs. Congratulations, Carter. You're on the injury report as well as questionable. <laughs> Throw the bones. What the head injury? What the heck's going on? What the yeah, I don't injury? know what that is all about. My goodness. All right, well, let's move on to uh, the 325 kickoff over on the CBS network. That is the Bills taking on the Chiefs. Chiefs at home. However, the Bills, two-and-a-half-point favorite. I think that caught some people's attention there with the uh, – you know, the Buffalo Bills, who everyone kind of just anoints as the best team in football, but you're going to Arrowhead and you're making the Chiefs the underdog? I mean, yeah. I had to look twice at Yeah, no, I know, Andy, especially with the way the Chiefs kind of just, uh, you know, dismantled the Raiders in the second half of that game. Uh, but this is the Bills and the Chiefs. They're the kings of the AFC, but I don't think there's any doubt that people think that Buffalo is the better team this season. But, uh-huh. like you said, we're going into Arrowhead. This is where Mahomes shines the brightest, and you know that he's going to yeah. be up for this game. I went to this game last year uh, in, you know, in, at Arrowhead, and it was a rainstorm, and the Bills just dismantled them. I think this yeah. is going to be a different Chiefs team that we see here, Andy, and I really like. Some some books still have this at 3 3 and a half. Uh, plus three, three and a half for the Chiefs. So if you see it somewhere like that, I am all in with the Chiefs with that Hammer plus three because I don't think they're going to lose any more than that, or I think they win in a really, really tight game. All right, and I'm looking at this one another way here, and that is the the over-under. I'm looking at 54. Yeah. What do you got it right now? Yeah, 54 is where it's at, Andy. 54, well, here we go. The Buffalo Bills have gone under yeah. four of their last five games. And I think both of these coaching staffs, they know each other so well. You kind of see that pillow fight there, you know, for three and a half quarters or three quarters where they go yeah. back and forth, back and forth, and then they just turn it on at the end. I think when these two offenses turn it on and they kind of release the hounds, yeah. I think it's going to be too late in the game. You're going to see crazy offense in that fourth quarter like you always do, yeah. especially with these two teams. But I think it's going to be too late in the game because both – both coaching staffs are going to try and just kind of wait it out, wait it out, and make their move uh, later. Because the key to this game is whoever has the ball last. Yeah, it is. That's, we saw it last year. <laughs> yeah. We saw it last year. In the playoffs. The, oh, <laughs> oh you, you got two minutes left? Well, that was a touchdown. Okay, you only got a minute left. Okay, touchdown. 30 seconds of a touchdown. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> right. crazy. And I think that offense is going to come in a little too late. So I kind of like the under here. History's on my side. And also – 81% of the bets right now are getting poured in on that over because they just think these two high-flying offenses. However, recent history has shown Buffalo, four of the last five games, they have smacked that under. 
that's where I'm at. Yeah, no, Andy, I, I like what you're saying here, Andy. Plus, I think that this I think this over is going to be inflated by the time that this kicks off on Sunday. I think it might be upwards of 58 points. So uh, I would make if you're going to go with the route of the under, I would wait probably until Sunday to lock that in because it is going to be inflated by the time this kicks off. But I do like that. I think the Bills and Chiefs will both start a little slow, uh, kind of feeling each other out, and then like you said, turn it up in the third and fourth quarter. But I think it'll be too late to cover that 54 points or 55 points wherever it's at. I like the under, but I still like the Chiefs to cover. All right, now let's head on over to the NBC broadcast Sunday night. NFC East matchup. The Dallas Cowboys are taking on the Eagles, who are a six-point, one of those whole numbers, favorite. Yeah, Andy. Jeez, uh, Dallas Cowboys 4-1. and one. Cooper Rush has not lost a game, but you know who else hasn't lost a game <laughs> all year? The Eagles. The Eagles are 5-0, and oh, the only undefeated team in the NFL. Uh, man. I, I want to keep, you know, riding this rush, you know, Andy, but I just don't see it happening here. I really like the Eagles in this, and I like them to cover. I'm going to sidestep it. Uh, the Eagles are only 3-2 and two against the spread. However, they are 5-0. and oh. I like that. Uh, there's so much money being poured in on Dallas right now. I hate the six number there. I mean, if you twist my arm, it would be a light lean with Dallas, but you know I hate that. Yeah. Six points is too much, especially for a divisional game. All right, let's look. Let's just go dive into the Monday night game here. Yeah, Broncos, Chargers, five point favorites are the Bolts. That is Monday night, seven fifteen kickoff on ESPN. ESPN. Yeah, Andy, uh, the Chargers could get Keenan Allen back in this game, which uh, makes them even more you know dangerous on offense. But I jump on the under in this game right now, Andy. Uh, okay, yeah, I, I really like it at forty five and a half uh, before it goes down anymore. If the Wilson's injury is serious enough to hold him out, the Broncos' offense could be even worse, if that's possible. And uh, <laughs> we've seen how bad it is under him. So Justin Herbert and company yeah. can score, but the Denver defense can at least provide some resistance where they won't blow this open completely You know, on their own. I'll lean with the that's under it. early this week, and uh, I'm going to keep with it. I don't blame you if, if the Chargers, you know, by winning by a, by at least a touchdown. So I would jump on the Chargers' money line and uh, even minus three. Yeah, Chargers' money line there, and then you're exactly right with that under. Uh, over 90% of the bets are going in on that under yeah. right now for everything that you just mentioned there. So that line is going to move. Uh, so if you like that under, you probably want to bet on it now. Yeah. Otherwise, <laughs> you know, it's, it's going to get uh, not, not as playable, uh, you know, later towards kickoff sure. there. All right, Mr. Parlay Pounder. Yeah. Do you have a parlay play for the people? Yes, I do, Andy, and it's a three-team parlay. I got the Cincinnati Bengals money line at minus 130. I got the Kansas okay. City Chiefs plus three and a half at minus 150, <laughs> and the Los Angeles Chargers at minus three at a minus 170. I am risking $25 to win 100. You can't beat that value. This is hitting. All right, you, you heard the, the horn there, so we got it in just in time. I love it. I love that value. You kind of spread it all around there. You kind of, you know, everybody, everybody gets a little action there on that. Yeah, part no doubt it. about it. It's all AFC, but that's who we're talking about, baby. Boom. All right, well, that'll about do it for us this week, folks. 
Be sure to follow us on YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. Give us a like. Give us a, a follow. Give us a su- subscribe, right? Is that what they call it? Subs? Yeah, sub us. <laughs> <laughs> For all of our short videos, feature-length episodes, and then weekly picks, especially on that Twitter handle. For Jabron, the Parlay Pounder, I'm Andy Klassen. Thanks, everyone, for listening. This has been WTL.